0: And we are live on a happy opening night NBA, guys. Big Nick fans here. Ricky is chiming in. Good evening, everybody. What's going on, Ricky? How are you? What's up, Ricky? Um, What's up, Rick.
1: What's up, Rick?
0: We're gonna start. I'll start a nice hello with the opening. Again, we got listen NFL woes. We we can we we're like uh, it's bad with our group over here talking NFL. We'll get to that in a second. But <laughs> happy NFL, happy NBA. Little happy MLB playoffs. and um, I will start with Mr. Siciliano. How are you, my friend?
2: Good evening everybody. I'm good. Thank you.
0: Mr. Paul Rosen, how are you?
3: Fantastic. Looking forward to tonight's show.
0: Luby saying hi. I missed you guys. What's going on, Luby? Hi Luby. <laughs> and Mr. Kirkpatrick, you got the, you got the hat? I got the jacket? Let's go Hat baby.
1: jacket. We're ready to roll games on ESPN. Let's go. Knicks And, uh, Paul, oh, well, uh, safe travels back home. Glad everything's great with your mom and, uh, glad you made it back to Florida, uh, safely. Uh,
3: Thank Ricky, you so much guys.
0: Ricky saying he's exhausted six days in a row of shows this week. Just finished day three. Hey, Oof. he don't play around Ricky. He does not play around. I still need Ricky's help though, because, uh, I want to make sure our video is all right. I did a little Ethernet cable. Ricky, Ricky, you know, Ricky gives me a lot of advice with the technical part here. So uh, I appreciate all the work that Ricky does helping us. But Kenny, Ricky, um, what do you want to start back. with tonight? You want to start with quick hitters? I got a couple of good quick hitters.
1: Yeah, I'm sure you're going to be all over the, over the place tonight with quick hitters, which is good. Keep us on our toes in the... Then we'll go, we'll talk a lot of, we'll do a lot of NFL in the first hour after that. Okay. NFL's still hot, so we'll do some NFL after that. We got Paul with us for the first hour this evening, so let's uh, let's do that.
0: All right, Steve Waldman saying hi, guys. What's up, Steve? Hey, Steve. All right, here we go. I'm going to start with Sis first. I'm going to go Sis, Paul, and Kenny. That's the order we're going to do this in. Okay. Boston Red Sox and Atlanta Braves. Both had chances yesterday to really put Houston and the Dodgers... On the ropes, who screwed up more? Boston, Atlanta, or both? Sis,
2: definitely Boston. They had a two-one lead in the eighth inning. Two innings later, it's twelve to twelve to twelve to two, twelve to one. Boston's okay. definitely—they're choking out of it. Mm-hmm.
0: Paul, who who um who would you say screwed up more yesterday, or did both of them? Boston, Ad, Boston, Atlanta, or both?
3: I would say Boston, but can I put an asterisk and indicate the umpire? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll, I'll, I'll say Boston.
0: All right. And, Kenny, what about you?
1: I'm going to say both, but if I had to pick one, I'm going to say John Bieland's Braves. You could put the Braves – you could put the Dodgers down 3-0, and you lose that game yesterday when you were up 5 five nothing. I'm gonna go Dodgers if I had to pick one, but both. Both I, had the chance of really putting pressure on the other teams and they don't want to say choked, but they they blew big leads.
0: All right. And um, I totally agree with Steve on this one. Dodgers taking that series now. I agree. I do. They better Mr. win Bielan tonight, gonna, Atlanta. They better so win tonight.
1: I invite Mr. Bielan on for, for MLB talk later, so we'll have we'll we'll talk to him about the Braves later.
0: All right, number It'll two. Mr. Siciliano, will the Knicks go further this year than they did last year?
2: Uh, what do you mean by further make the playoffs
0: Well no, they made the playoffs last year, lost in the right. first round will they get out of the will at least they get out of the first round this year They
2: should yeah
3: they Paul, should. I agree. I think they they learned from from last year and I think they can uh, go a little further this year. yes.
0: Uh, Ricky saying Atlanta easy. That team had so much momentum going in. Don't have the killer instinct. Uh, I Kenny. Agree one. I agree with Ricky. Yep. Kenny. Knicks go further this year than last year.
1: I don't want to sound like a homer, but I think they can. I mean, I don't think it was a one year wonder. I think they can go further in a tougher East. I do. Me too. All right. Yeah. Ken- yeah. You know, we don't want it's quick here. So we don't want to discuss. Why, but I'll just say yes.
0: Uh, Sis, which team makes the NBA Finals? The Lakers, the Nets, both, or neither?
3: The
2: Finals?
0: Yeah.
1: I'm going to say the Nets. Paul?
3: The Nets. I agree with Sis.
1: Kenny? I'm going to say neither because both of those teams are going to have the headaches again, and we all know who those headaches are.
0: I'm with you. I'm going to go neither also. Um, sis, if the Broncos lose tomorrow night, and when I say lose tomorrow night, there's no maker, no Baker Mayfield, no Kareem Hunt, no Nick Chubb. If the Broncos lose tomorrow night, three-part question, sis, do they fire Vic Fangio?
2: No, you're going against your boy Case Keenum tomorrow night. No, the the Bronco, and I know it's quick hitter, the Broncos staff is going to be intact for this year. Next year's a different story. Nobody's getting fired in midseason. All right, so That's you'll, just my opinion.
0: You answered my second part. My third part is: if you lose, okay. if they lose again though tomorrow night, do you bench Bridgewater for Locke?
2: Absolutely, no question about it.
0: Paul, real quick, three part: they lose tomorrow night. Do you fire Fangio? Do you fire Shermer? Do you bench Bridgewater for Locke?
3: No, no, and I would continue with Bridgewater. Kenny with
1: Paul and you know you got to start blaming your defense for the way they're playing that's all I'm gonna say
0: so so you so you but then how do you not fire Fangio
1: like sis said you can't fire, you're not fire. gonna fire head coach seven games in at with a three and four record I think that that'll be given up on a season when you guys have a chance at this at the division still okay <laughs> We'll get into Bronco Mania. We'll talk a little more about right. Broncos-Comania. Steven right, Stephen
0: Waldman saying Browns are winning, Broncos have nothing. Ricky's saying, yes, you bench him. Fangio or any staff does not get fired, but he's going lock over Bridgewater. Sis, yesterday, Ben Simmons for the Philadelphia 76ers reportedly just refused to get in a drill that Doc Rivers told him to do. Right. He picked up the basketball, and he walked right out. Let me ask you something. If you were in charge in Philly, what would you do to Ben
3: Simmons?
2: He'd be shipped out of town,
3: Paul. I would, at the least, suspend him, and I would try and look for somebody to trade him to, without question.
0: Kenny,
1: ship him to either Oklahoma City or Houston. Ship him to a bad team, and let him regret leaving Philadelphia. Who can be an NFC, uh, you know. Uh, an eastern conference contender for with him there. But he wants to play games, ship him to a bad team.
0: Guys, Amari saying what's up fellas? What's Amar? up,
3: Amar? Hey, Amari.
0: Sis, Monday night Buffalo Bills at Tennessee. Down 3 points, fourth and one, maybe uh, all right, I'll say it's fourth and one. The Bills went for it and get and got stopped on fourth and one there were when they were easily easily in field goal range. Sis should they have went for the first down, or should they have kicked the field goal to tie up the game?
2: As a former coach, I'm four and one. I can beat three and one in that division. I kicked the field goal, going overtime. I don't do it. They, that was that was a bonehead move. That's just my opinion.
0: Uh, Steven Waldman, Ben Simmons suspension without pay. Amari saying #hashtag <laughs> tighten up. I know Amari's happy. <laughs> Um, Ricky agrees with you. Buffalo made a bad call. Take the points and take the chance. What about you, Paul? How much time is left in that game? There was... I mean, they had no timeout. So basically, like, it was maybe eight under, seconds, a, yeah. eight. under a eight. minute?
2: There was like eight... No, there was like eight seconds left. Ten eight. seconds, yeah. There was no Yeah,
3: time. you, you got to kick the field goal then.
2: Thank that,
1: you. Thank
3: you. Absolutely.
0: Mr. Kirkpatrick.
3: I agree with
1: system Paul and Ricky. I, the only thing I'll add is they couldn't stop Tennessee. Did he want to go into overtime and lose a coin to us and know you're going to lose because they couldn't stop Tennessee? Right. That's, that's making excuses. though. So I, I agree with Siss and Paul and Ricky. I, I would have kicked the field goal.
0: Okay. This question, it might be my favorite of the night, and I need the audience to help out. So Amari, <laughs> Ricky, Steven, and I'm going to add Paul to it. I didn't have Paul, but we're going to add Paul. If sis, Kenny, and Paul were smurfs, what would their name be? So sis, what would Kenny's Smurf name be? Jabet. What is it?
2: Jabet. Who? Jabet.
0: I don't understand what that means. Look it up in a dictionary.
2: Well, I got Jabet. mine for
0: I got mine for I got mine for Kenny. My name for Kenny is Excuse Smurf. Because he has all the all the excuses, so he's definitely an excuse Smurf. Paul, what would yours be for for Kenny?
3: Well, it's funny. Oh, for Kenny, I was wearing my blue Smurf shirt today too. There you go. Why? Like, um, uh, it's stupid, but uh, Nick Smurf or something along those lines. Okay.
0: Well, we Paul, I'll go for you next. I got. Luby's saying Lavi for Paul. Lavi Smurf? L A V I E.
3: L A V I E. Lovey.
0: Oh, Lovey. Oh, lovey. Lovey. <laughs> <Missed out.
3: laughs> lovey. Okay.
0: Um, okay. Ricky's saying Ricky's saying, God, I can only imagine what I would get. <laughs> um oh, I got it. I got mine for you guys. Well hold on. I didn't. All, right. All right, so now let's do this. All right, so go ahead, Kenny. What do you got for Paul?
1: Paul's brainy Smurf. He's I, got great ideas for the for his yeah, giant segment. You know,
0: I would just go giant Smurf with him, nice and simple. Oh, I'm I'm
1: going real Smurf names. I used to watch the Smurfs. Okay,
0: Smurf. I'm going that. And what do you? Okay, and now for Mister Sis, I got this one for Sis. Sis. Sis works out. Sis is in the gym all the time. I got and Sis is when he always posts a picture. I always say, look at him. He looks jacked. So I'm just gonna call him Jack Smurf sis is jack smurf
3: sis is papa <laughs> smurf to me
0: papa smurf to you paul give me something for sis
3: i was gonna say uh two two gun smurf there you go,
0: go. gun <laughs> smurf i like that i like that there you go I like it. You're, you're baby smurf i'm You're always ranting
1: and raving about your broncos and you giving up on them i know <laughs> never
0: uh, Henry Ziminoff chiming in. What should Denver do to silence the Phoenix crowd in a big statement win tonight? We'll get into that in a second. Well, well
1: yeah. Let's answer that quick hitter while we're All right, quick hitter. All
0: right, go ahead. What is the question again? What should Denver do to silence the Phoenix crowd tonight in a big statement win? Denver and Phoenix uh, open up tonight.
1: In Phoenix, I think they got to make us come out and uh, Jamal Murray's got to play hard. They got you know go to Jokic. Have, it, have the two-man, uh, two-headed monster there, Jokic and Murray. I think that'll uh, silence them down there in uh, Phoenix, and I think that's what they need to do.
0: All right. Uh, return the belt saying, what's up, guys? What's going on?
1: Hey, turn the belt.
0: All right. Next one. Aaron Boone is back as Yankee <laughs> manager. So, very simple. I'll start with Sis. Either give me a thumbs up, or give me a thumbs down. Go ahead, sis.
2: That's uh, part of my segment tonight, so I'm not going to get into it too bad.
0: Okay, here it is, Paul. Mm-hmm. I'm with you, and Kenny's oh, with. You. We swept the board on that one. Look, my double jointed thumb. I can. <laughs> <going>. <laughs> all right, and my last one. My last one since tonight is opening night. We're all Nick fans here, right?
2: Yep. Okay. Yes.
0: So, since tonight is opening night, and it's all about the Knicks this year, baby, it's all about the Knicks, give me your best, go New York, go New York, go. Sis, you're up. What do you got to do? You got to say, go New York, go New York, go.
2: Go New York, go New York, go.
0: Paul. Go, New York, go, New York, go. And Kenny, finish it off. I say go, New York, go, New York, go. There you go. Eddie Murphy, as long as Cashman is the GM, they wouldn't get rid of Boone. They want to keep the same puppet.
1: They want, to, As Sis would say in his words, they want to keep, or Kurt would say it too, they want to keep a puppet. Yep. Mm. Stephen well, Walter. Cashman wants a puppet. Uh-oh, Stephen.
0: Nah. Hey, Steve's saying, nope, not a Knicks fan, so he's not saying that. Mm-mm. All right, Kenny, those are the quick hitters for the week.
1: Awesome job, Kurt, as always. Uh, yeah, that
2: was good. That was good. Very good.
1: Some NFL football. Uh, right, We're right on time on our, our agenda list. I got a couple NFL topics for you guys. We'll have a little fun with this. We got a lot of our audience participation out there. This is great. I think this is a great topic to start off. Let's, let's go with uh, some coaches on the hot seat. Besides our Broncos and Giants, because we're going to have those, our respective segments coming up with, with those two teams, I'll start with Paul. Is, you, is there an NFL coach you think that's on the hot seat? And who do you think can be a replacement for him?
3: Well, I think it's a good thing Urban Meyer won last week. I think uh, that good. seat wanted to sizzle a little bit. Um, I don't know who would replace him. I mean, I know they signed him to a long-term deal, but uh, I'm sure he was starting to feel the heat a little bit down there, not just in game, but the whole the whole environment of of what he's uh, taken on so far.
1: Do you think I'll, I'll follow a follow-up question for you and then I'll ask Sis and Kurt uh, give me a give me a, their opinion on a coach on a hot seat. Do you think? Urban Meyer is going to be a one and done, and go to college. With with the stuff that's going on off the field,
3: I don't know if it's one and done. But if they don't win next year, I think it's going to be uh, uh, two years, and and that's it for him. And I think he will go back to college if he can.
1: Gotcha, sis. Any coaches on the hot seat? In your opinion? Again, the only the only coach that
2: I see now on the hot seat right now is Joe Judge. Okay.
1: That's it. And I'm going to go who? next, and then I'll let Kirk go, because what, I mean, what I mean by hot seat is if they don't perform well this year, I'm not talking about getting fired this year. They're gone next year. So No no, no coaches
2: are going to get fired in the middle No, of and I agree
1: with that. That's I'm not happening. About, yeah, okay. yeah, I'm talking about next year. Right. I got a guy who I think I'm not impressed with, and that's Kyle Shanahan. Mm. How many years does he need? There, you want to talk about a team like our Giants? Paul insists that's always got players hurt. How about the 49ers? Garoppolo mm. every year, George Kittle every mm-hmm. year. You yeah. know, just to name a couple guys, you can go up and down the list. Yeah, and uh, I don't know who'd be a good replacement there, but maybe like a college somebody like a joe brady who was recently in college or a a matt campbell type because you got trey lance there and i think he trey lance is going to need a young offensive minded uh college style head coach to make him succeed in the nfl i don't think kyle shanahan is the long-term answer there that's my opinion about you, Kurt?
0: Uh, a couple of things. Ricky's saying Houston, Chicago, and Atlanta as well. And Steve is saying, which we'll probably get into a couple of seconds, the Texans are working on a deal to trade Deshaun Watson to the Miami Dolphins. There's a lot of talk yeah. about that today. Oh, um, yeah,
3: I heard that. Yeah. Kenny, yeah.
0: I'm going to go with, you know what, you, you took my thunder. Uh, I don't think Kyle Shanahan now, but again, like, I would say with Ricky, I would go with Chicago and Matt Nagy, but You know, Shanahan, if you look at that record. Now, I will just say this. If they ever got rid of him, and I'm serious about this, I would take a week off of school, I would drive (laughs) down, pick him up from California, put him in the car and bring him to Denver because it's what they should have done three years ago. But, you know, I'm telling you, Kenny, he's getting, you know, don't worry about this year, don't worry about that year, don't worry about that year. Eventually it's going to catch up. Eddie Murphy saying, oh, uh, um, Ricky, I, I was going to say this one too, but uh, I was like, I don't think they would ever do it. Ricky's saying this would be a shocking firing, would be Pete Carroll in Seattle.
1: Mm. I heard.
3: I, I have a replacement.
0: Heard,
1: uh, Paul, I'm sorry,
3: Paul.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, go, go ahead.
3: I, I, was I was thinking about a replacement for Shanahan and someone, especially with a young quarterback who might, they might think of someone like this. Byron Lefwich, the That's OC for the But
1: that, that is a good one, too.
0: Eddie uh, Murphy, Kenny. Eddie Murphy. Eric Bieniemy will be a good head coach. And I think Rex, if he's looking, should go back to coaching. No, oh.
1: I
2: disagree with that. Oh. No. I disagree oh.
1: with the Bieniemy. I'm no not way. sold
0: on Eric Bieniemy.
1: I mean, how come he hasn't had a job yet? You know, does he, he not doesn't... interview well? He might be one of yeah. those guys that GMs are looking like, yeah, he's he's just an offensive coordinator. He ain't going to be a good head coach.
3: Like we all know, a well, there's a well, lot of like guys Schirmer. out
1: there that are great coordinators, but they can't be good head coach. We all I think
3: Sherman. a loud mouth. With the Giants, Sherman, Pat Sherman, guy, uh, Kurtz, Kurtz, offensive coordinator, disaster.
1: <laughs> but, but he, he was, was, was terrible the Giants. I heard, I heard speculation. It's just talk. And you know, people like to stir up things. They said, what if Pete Carroll left Seattle and went back to USC, USC where he was a success? That's just a rumor.
0: I don't think. That, but I, didn't he get he left I there think on bad two, terms?
1: I, I don't think he'd go back at his age now to go coach college. Or just nailed it. He went, he left there on bad terms.
0: Now, oh, sis, I got to tell you this, sis, you ready for this? I almost dropped. My drink the other day, and I think it was a hot chocolate when I read this right. on Twitter, it said, right now there's, and this is from a very reliable Denver source, it was, it said, um, you know, there's, you know, Fangio's probably not going to get fired this year. There's no talk. But at the end of the year, six names, six names to look out for. And you know who one of them was? You ready, sis? J- Jason Garrett. Oh, oh that, my you would God. You
2: would leave... You would leave New Jersey if that ever happened. Oh, my God is right.
0: Eddie Murphy saying, I don't think Russell Wilson will be with Seattle next year. Carroll could be looking elsewhere as well.
1: Hmm. Russell Wilson's a hot take. If Pete Carroll goes, Russell's going, too. They're going to start fresh over there. New coach, new GM. They're going to rebuild.
0: And I got one more for Kenny. I got one more thing for Kenny in this coaching segment. And I want Paul and Sisses. I got to find this because I screenshotted it. But again, this is a a very reliable Bronco source. Benjamin Albright, who he has said, Kenny, he will come on our show one week. So we got to get him on. But anyway, he said, let me ask Bronco country a few next year hypotheticals. He wrote, would Dan Quinn as head coach excite you? Number two. Would a Shanahan offensive coordinator like Mike McDaniel excite you? And number three, would both of the above plus Russ Wilson as quarterback excite you? I'll hang up and listen. So, never know. Mark Calderio's checking in. What's up, Mark? Hey, Mark. What's up? So,
1: any other any other coaches you can think of? Mike Zimmer hot seat. Matt All Nagy, right. like Ricky said, you know, any coaches you think that are going to get a definite job next year in the NFL? Joe think, Brady, you think he?
0: I think, I think the Buffalo coordinator.
1: Buffalo coordinator. I'm going to say Joe Brady's going to be going somewhere. I thought, I thought a hot spot would have been Cincinnati, but not the way they're playing. No. I thought Joe Brady would have been perfect there with Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, but I don't think that's going to happen this year. Put uh up. My next topic, we got a couple minutes before we get into Giants and Broncos. Please welcome. I got each division leader right now in their respected division, respected conferences and divisions. And I just want to know if you think they're for real or are they fraud, meaning when playoffs come, you think they're going to lose or they may not even win their division. A lot of these races, in my opinion, are already won. So, We'll start with the NFC. I got. What's going, Kurt? Cardinals, Kurt. Are they for real? Oh, <laughs> or, that, or are we looking at a team that's overachieving right now?
0: No, I think they're for real. But I still think the Rams are the best, the, the best team in that division. So um, I'm, I wouldn't. I think they're definitely for real. But I wouldn't pick them to win the division. I still think the Rams. By the way, Steve Waldman saying Joe Judge with a question mark. I know we're going to get into that in a couple of minutes.
1: Oh yeah, sis, Cardinals for real. I
2: agree with Kurt. They're for real, but they'll never get by the Rams.
1: And
3: Paul. Definitely for real. I think they have the Texans next Sunday. <laughs> Add that win to the win column. And I, I think they're gonna be around the whole the whole rest of the season.
1: I think they're for real and I think they may they stay healthy. They're gonna they may they may just beat the Rams. We'll see. Rams are tough, but uh Ricky's one saying, of those two for
0: sure. Ricky's saying yes, the Cardinals are. They are very they are a very great. They are very equally balanced and loaded for a run.
3: Adding Ernst has given them uh, just another dimension that they did not have. Yep. So.
1: The next team go go to Kurt last on this one. <laughs> I gotta right. throw them in there. Sis, are the Cowboys for real? No, no, they're playing over their heads right now. I'm going to go next because I agree with Sis. They're, you play who's on your schedule, but they really have had the easiest schedule in the NFL so far. So you play your schedule, you know, but
3: I, I need to see it when they play the big boys. Uh, Paul. As much as it pains me to say it and I cut me, I bleed blue. But I think I think they're playing as well as they probably have played in the last five seven years. I, I have to say. Now, come playoff time, who's to say? Because obviously they're going to win the division. But, no
2: doubt about that. Don't but
3: you know, uh, I I think I think they're going to be around. I have to say.
1: <laughs> and uh, Mr. Valenti, what's your take on the Cowboys?
0: Well, a couple comments real quick. Ricky, Rams aren't the same without the D.C. that left for the Chargers. Eddie Murphy's saying this might perk up Siss's ears. Cards, Bills, Super Bowl he's throwing out. Steve's saying, we said maybe the Broncos went 3-0, but what teams did they play? Two out of three were New York teams, LOL. And Ricky's saying, unfortunately, the Cowboys are. No one in that division is currently set to take them. I totally agree with Ricky. And again, if Dallas plays how they do, running the ball, and they limit that defense, and they take up time, yeah, they are for real. If they play that way, yes, I believe they are for real.
1: Okay. Let's go to a couple teams in the AFC. Sis, are the Ravens for real? Yep.
2: They got a good defense. And I know Kurt doesn't like Lamar Jackson, but that kid's a player, man. He can make things happen. He improvises. You need need a quarterback like Russell Wilson, him, Josh Allen, that can, can think on their feet and go. So I would say, yeah, they're for real.
1: I'm going to agree with sis. The Ravens are for real. I live down here in Maryland and uh, they're finding ways to win every which way they can. Good teams find those ways to win 66 <laughs> yard field goal. You know, yeah. they're finding ways to win. So I'm going to say they're for real
0: too. Couple more things. Uh, Steve saying Dallas are not, Dallas is not winning the super bowl. Coach Breslin's checking in. Ravens are good. Lamar is a stud and they play good D. I I agree. Sis.
1: And Kirk, go ahead, you, you take it and then we'll finish with call on this Ravens. team.
0: yeah listen, they're for real again because I mean I, I, what if I preached play defense and run the ball and they you know they do both of them. The problem is the game's going to change in the postseason. defensive coordinators are going to come up with a plan, take that running a game away, and now is Mr. Lamar going to beat you in a playoff? He hasn't shown that he could. I'm still going to go against it, but um, they're for real and they're a contender, yes. Ricky's saying Ravens have a better team if they stay healthy. Only team with a chance to overtake them are the Steelers.
1: And let's finish this team with Paul.
3: Yeah, I mean, the Ravens, during our NFL preview show, I picked them to win the division. Um, Nothing has changed my mind since then. And as a matter of fact, the fact that they've had so many injuries and, and still have overcome a lot of that only goes to show you how good teams can overcome injuries to a lot of key players. So yeah, um, I, I think they're for real and, and they're going to continue the rest of the year.
1: And I got two more teams. We'll do this real quick and then we'll get into some Giants and then Broncos talk. Uh, let's go with the Bengals. Let's come back right back to Paul. Let's see if the Bengals are for real.
3: I, I'll tell you, they're, they're winning games early in the year that probably have given them confidence so if if Burrow can stay healthy I think especially in that division where the Steelers and the and the Browns have sort of been mediocre this year I I think they have a legitimate chance to, to hang around the whole rest of the season so so yeah yeah I'll go next,
1: I agree with Paul. I've watched the, them play the Packers and should have won that game. If only they could kick a field goal, they would have won that game. Uh, their defense is playing, as long as their defense plays, this team's gonna be dangerous. If you know, they, they're, they're, I think they're gonna be around in the, you know what? A nine, 10 win season for the Bengals, that's not, that, they're for real. <laughs> you know, I'm not saying they're gonna go 14 and three, but I'm thinking 9-10 wins is definitely reality and a possibility for them. Uh, Kurt?
0: Um, I mean, again, for when you say for real, like, I don't think they're an AFC contender. But, um, possibility for a wild card. And, yeah, I mean, again, Pittsburgh's slight a little down. You know, Cleveland's a little bet really banged up. But, um... You know, I, I like Ricky's saying Bengals. Bengals are going to finish a little shade over 500. Running game isn't consistently enough to be balanced offensively. Like I, I, I totally agree with him. You know, we we, we talk about it's going to get colder. It's going to be windy. You know, like you can't just have Burrow and four wise and throwing the ball. So that's where I'd go. Pittsburgh and Cleveland later on, but I would say they have a shot at the playoffs. Yeah,
1: Insist.
2: I agree with Kirk. They got, a shit, yeah, they got a shot at the playoffs, but Kurt nailed it again and from coaching. You got to be able to run the ball and play defense when it starts getting cold. Can't throw the ball over the lot. It's not going to work.
1: My last team, save this one for last because I'm curious on Kurt's answer, so we're going to go to him last. I'm going to come right back to Sis first. Sis, are the Raiders for real? No. No. Definitely not. They don't make the playoffs. No. Nope. And Paul.
3: Yeah, I, I tend to agree with Sis. Um, I, I don't think the Raiders are going to uh, to sustain some of the success they've had this year so far. I think it's uh, uh, they're, they're going to wind up I think uh, the second half of the year as a, as a sub-500 team.
1: And I totally agree with, with Paul and Sis. And I just don't think this team plays enough defense for my opinion to be real. So I think they, they they're hot right now. They got their home field at Las Vegas, but I don't see this team in a tough AFC West making the playoffs in my opinion. So I'm going to say no. They they're not for real. And Kirk.
0: No, they're again, they're a team what what and again, it showed last year when he went into Kansas City and and won. Like again, they're a team that you know, can they beat anybody on any given Sunday? Yeah, they do have that. But in the long run, I agree with Sis. No, uh, you know, even though they beat Denver, I'm just uh, I I don't know. I, I don't. I'm not a believer in them. No, especially now. No Gruden. Um, Ricky's saying I believe they will be. The coaching change will be a better deal. They seem to play with better and en- better energy without Gruden there. We have a comment. We have a question from Steve. I'm going to go around the room with you. I'll go Kenny, Paul, Sis, and then I'll answer it. We're in week seven now. Who's the best rookie quarterback right now, Kenny?
1: Well, that's a that's a good
3: question. Week seven. Who's the best rookie quarterback?
0: I'm gonna. I'll answer. I think it's definitely Mac
3: Jones. Yeah. I really do. I was gonna. I was gonna say Mac Jones also. I think Mac Jones.
1: I think you guys you've got to throw Mac Jones in there. I got to see more of Justin Fields before I could say his name. You know, going to Green Bay, you know, play Green Bay this week. You know, he didn't look good. Now you got Tampa Bay. Let's see what you do against Tampa Bay. I think it's Mac Jones as well. Uh, you got to throw Trevor Lawrence in there. They got their first win last week. You know, he's starting to get a little better, but Mac Jones, I would say as well.
0: Jeremy Oswald saying Mac Jones. Coach Breslin's going Mac Jones. Sis, you going Mac Jones?
2: No, I'm going right now. Don't sleep on him. Joe Burrow.
0: Looks tremendous. No, no, rookie, rookie now. Rookie quarterback. Oh,
2: rookie. I thought you yeah. said quarterback. Oh, yeah, it's got to be Matt Jones. Yeah, I'm sorry.
0: Okay.
1: Yep. All right, that's going to conclude my second question there. Uh, I think it's now time to get a few minutes in of a team that we all know isn't for real, and that's the <laughs> New York Giants. In the, our weekly segment with Paul, Uh got – The notes there, Kurt. Yep, I got some notes. I'm going to read. i Paul Uh, got a couple things there, a couple questions. I know you know it's not as good as it's been in the previous weeks. You know, but you know it's what happens when your team loses. You run out of stuff to talk about. Hey,
0: whatever it is, it is. Let's talk about. Let's get some. Let's get a little giant talk. And uh, there's a couple things that we seriously, uh, Jeremy's saying. I've been disappointed in my Eagles, but some of these questions like we always like ask them, but. It's you know it's it's now where it's like listen this is like you know a serious question that you really got to consider some of these things now of because of what's going on the the honeymoon's over so I was put in Paul's words as my wife so aptly said another shameful disgraceful non-competitive, impotent, unacceptable performance by the New York Football Giants. On a day when the Giants were honoring their 10-year anniversary of the Super Bowl 46 championship, the current Giant team should be ashamed of themselves, especially at home, in front of their fans. I'll start this with Paul. Giants lost Sunday because... A. Daniel Jones B. Defense C. Offense D. Coaching E. All of the above
3: It's all of the above. Uh, Let me just give me a couple of seconds to say, obviously the defense was awful. You saw, you see the pattern I'm going here. Um, I mean, this isn't my quote, but did anyone think at least trying to cover Cooper cup was a good idea? I mean, you know, something like that is just so resonating with me and, and to go into the coaching just the way the Rams use their personnel versus the way the Giants use their personnel spoke volumes to me during the game. And it, 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 you know, you look at Daniel Jones's game, it was bad. It was horrible, but compared to everything else that transpired, that was only to in my opinion, a small percentage of why they played as poorly as they did.
0: Ah, uh, Jeremy saying all of the above coaches are the big blame. Kenny, all of the above?
1: All of the above, but I'm not blaming Daniel Jones. He had no business being in that game at all last week. But all of the above would
0: be on there. Sis, all of the above?
2: And Kenny nailed it. I'm saying all of the above. The kid had no business being in the game. No all right, all. so
0: sis, I'm gonna come back right back to you. With the next question, because if you're saying he shouldn't have been in the game at all, right? You're saying he shouldn't have played at all, right? No. Okay. The next question on Paul's notes is, if you feel that, how do you feel once that game got out of reach, and I mean 38-3 to out of reach, should Judge have taken, like, why is he still in the game? Well, again,
2: that's a great question. That's in my segment tonight, so I don't want to answer that right now, okay?
0: All right.
1: Yeah, all right. Kenny. That's fair. I'm lose. I was biggest. I was on the show last year before we met Paul. And I said, sis, give this guy, Joe Judge, a chance. Sis nailed it last year. I don't want this guy Judge. We're not going to be any good. Sis last year came on the air and said, I was wrong about Judge. Well, I'm coming on the air tonight saying I was wrong about Judge. I want him gone. I am totally done with this guy. The way he's running this team this year, like a boot camp, embarrassing rookies out on the field, doing this and that. Is he watching the game, last week's game against the Cowboys, when Kendovi's Tony got slammed to the ground? He's just defending himself. Okay. 38-3, the kid had a concussion last week. You still got him in the game? Disgraceful. Ship him out, Joe Judge. Maybe, sis, maybe he's gone before the end of the year, but I know they're not going to do that. But I want him gone. And like sis said last year, he was wrong on Judge because they did okay last year. I was wrong with Judge. I want him gone.
3: Paul, what about you? Yeah, I mean, as I said on the segment last week, Uh, Coming into the game, I said they should not play Daniel Jones. He shouldn't have been in there. I felt a week would have been sufficient, to, especially against a team like the Rams. And I know it's the idea you you play the game, but there's no way they should have had him in there. And as the question stated, once it got to 38-3, what was the point? They had a third-string offensive tackle in that game the last drive. If he had gotten injured, what would have been the excuse from Judge at that point? Oh, you know, he's a competitor. You need to keep men there. He needed reps with the third and fourth string uh, receivers out there. I mean, come on. Give me a break.
0: Well, Steve's making a great point, and I, I would love to hear Sis' response to this one. Same thing like baseball. Maybe they're running the game from up in the offices. Maybe that's why Judge wasn't ta- That's why Jones wasn't taken out. sis. do you think there's any way that was Judge's call, or was it from Gettleman or somebody upstairs saying? No, you know, I, I
2: I don't think that's happening with the Giants. Nope. So you think I that think was all Joe Judge? Th- yeah, he and Kenny nailed it again. He, he 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 tried to run the the camp like a boot camp. He he's too he, he's too much of a. He's trying to be like you know Matt Dillon. He. He's too much of a tough guy. These guys are millionaire players. You, you can't be screaming at them like they're, like they're high school kids. I, again, I I said it after I saw his interview. This guy is not a fit for the Giants. I know it. Uh, Jeremy you know, saying he, the Rams... This
0: definitely
1: did, and I said give him a chance. I was wrong.
0: Jeremy saying the Rams are just too good of a team. I don't think the Giants had a chance, but the coaching could have done better. They were they could have scored a little more. All right. So, again, you know, that's the first series. Now we we ask three serious questions, okay? I'll start with Sis. Did the Giants quit Sunday?
2: Hmm. That's a great question. I'm going to say, no, they didn't. No, I, I don't think they quit. I just... You could see though they were definitely frustrated, and the frustrate the frustration is going to either make this team three and fourteen, and or four and thirteen. You heard that on the show tonight. That's going to be their record: three and, excuse me, fourteen or four and thirteen. They're not winning more than four games.
0: Look at their schedule. What all right, are they going to be? All right, we're going to get into that too, Kenny. Did they quit Sunday?
1: I think the defense is quitting. Forty four points against the Cowboys, thirty eight points against the Rams. I mean, that's when when do we start blaming, you know, when do we start putting the blame on Patrick Graham We're saying Jason Garrett, Joe Judge. It's gotta be the whole coaching staff. You know <laughs> you're talking about a team, maybe this defense overachieved big time last year. I don't know. Leonard Williams, make your money you made your money now, now you got your contract. Now you don't show up every week. Paul, you did know? they quit
0: Sunday?
3: They quit Sunday, in now, yes. I, I, I hate using the, the, the Q word. We've all played sports. We've coached sports. You, you never want to imply that a team has quit. But I take notes watching the game, and I'm going to read you a couple of my notes, particularly this one play that I felt they quit, the defense quit. The TD to Cooper Cup. I wrote, Giants did not show any <coughs> determination, motivation to go after the cup. What a horrible indictment of the team coaching staff regarding this play. I think that play, if you see that replay, they definitely quit on that play. I'm not saying it was the whole game, but there was nobody that went after him. And he tightrope into the end zone untouched. And to me, that spoke volumes to me as a fan.
0: All right, another tough one. Sis, go to you. You're the coach. Has Joe Judge lost the locker room?
1: Absolutely. No question about it. Kenny? That one's easy. Absolutely agree with Sis.
3: Paul? Yeah, I, I think he has. I mean, you can just ask so many people, so many players to run laps, um, and it doesn't translate into wins. Yeah, they're, they're scratching their heads. What the hell are we doing? Uh, Jeremy's saying
0: I should say – sh- I should say it seems like they quit after halftime. Um, Kenny, we've asked this question again. And, you know, to me, a lot of people might say, well, you guys ask this question every week. But to me, this is the most important question that you can ask because the same question that we're going to ask now, I have that same question every week with the Denver Broncos. Because when you have to ask, is Daniel Jones the quarterback or the future, if you're not sure, you can't be sold on them. So, Kenny, right now, tomorrow's payday. Hey, you got to give this guy $30, 34000000 million a year. Are you doing it?
1: Another great question. I got to say no. And the reason why I'm going to say no is because this coaching staff, this kid's going to have no confidence because of our coaching. You throw them out to the wolves and you lose 38-3 the fans are not going to be behind you there's too much pressure on this kid now and we're not looking at an eli manning here we're looking at you know daniel jones hasn't gotten this team to the playoffs yet i think it's time to move on and then my you know i would have a follow-up question Do we go rookie in the draft not a not a strong draft or do we Find a stopgap guy like you guys did this year, Kurt, with Bridgewater, and you see what that's doing over there. I know your segment's coming up in, in a minute. But, uh, you know, is that the route we go? Because I don't know. I, I, you know, I just don't think Daniel Jones is the right fit for us in the future, especially if you're bringing in a new GM, new coach. If you're going to bring in new staff, you got to start fresh, in my opinion.
0: Sis, right now, they come up to you. You're on the clock. You're the GM. Um, four years, $120 million for Daniel Jones.
2: No. Nah, it's, it, it's not even close. But I think Kenny did nail it on the head. This kid has no confidence. This staff with, with what, uh, 12 games to go, they're going to ruin this kid, man. They're going to ruin this kid from what I'm saying. So, no. Nah he's not gonna get
0: that kind of money. Jeremy's saying yeah. I feel if they tank Daniel Jones will leave, money won't keep him. Steve's saying, do they tank the season and go one and sixteen and draft quarterback number one? Jacksonville will have more wins. Paul, is he are you giving him this thirty million dollar a year deal?
3: As reluctantly as I as I think about it, I, I just might. I mean, there is nobody in the draft this year as a as a college quarterback coming out that's really playing well. I I just don't see anybody that would come into a new situation in New York. And let's not forget, playing in New York is like playing in no other city, okay? Uh, I I just don't see it. I mean, you know, I'm not comparing him to Eli. Believe me, I'm not. But I remember in November of 2007, I went to a Giants-Vikings game. Eli threw three pick sixes. Okay. Got killed, all right, Thanksgiving weekend. I walked out of the stadium, shaking my head, is this the guy that's going to lead us? Yeah. And then later, we're Super Bowl champions beating the Patriots. Again, I'm not comparing Daniel Jones to Eli. Eli obviously had a much, much better team. But, you, you know, it, it's so difficult. I know the Jets did it last year, stopping and starting and changing. It, 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 there's no continuity. So I'm going to give him the money and hope that you build the team around him and hope every, all the parts mesh uh, into, into a successful situation.
0: Okay, and last thing, um, again, this week, Panthers, 3-3. Three and three. Um, Sam Darnold, there was even talk about is he going to start? I know Matt Rule was talking about some stuff, yada, yada. Uh, McCaffrey back on the IR, that's great news. Um, question. Sis, very, just nice yes or no answers. Could this be the last game the Giants actually have a chance to win this year, Sis?
2: Absolutely. Kenny?
1: Close. I think we'll have a chance to win against, like, the Bears, you know, the Eagles. There ain't going to be many games we have a chance to win. I'll say that much. But I'll say
3: we'll have a couple more throughout the year. Paul. I'm going to say this could be the only game we might win the rest of the year, as crazy as that sounds.
0: All right, and Steve's bringing up a great question. Two first-round – do you trade next year, sis, yes or no? Do you trade two first-round draft picks for Russell Wilson and bring in Pete Carroll and give him what he wants?
2: If, you, if the Giants can pull that deal off, they should give away four first-round – give away every pick they have to get Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll? That's my answer to that question. Paul?
3: Oh, boy. You know, it it reverts back to the 70s where you're giving up picks for Craig Morton's and the Fran Tarkentons, and I I, I hate doing that. I hate doing that. As much as I love Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll, I'm gonna say no. I'm going to say no.
2: Kenny.
0: You'd have to say no. You just want to give the kid $30 million. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm Kenny. Before you answer, I'm 100% in with sis on this. I mean, I'm sorry. Like, they always talk about coach quarterback. Not only are you getting one, you're getting both. I mean, the guy's Super Bowl Super Bowl head coach, lost another Super Bowl. Russell Wilson, MVP. Uh, Jeremy saying for a giant fan, that sounds like a sweet deal. You got to do it. You know, I just think these, you know, you have draft picks and draft picks. Like, just say you guys do win three games, right? Say you guys have a top three pick. Okay, and I got Chicago's pick. What quarterback are you going to take? None of these guys are first-round picks. Why would I gamble on a Sam Howell, Sam Howell when I can go get Russell? Listen, Russell Wilson, he's the best quarterback in that division, in the NFC East, hands down. Pac, uh, Pete Carroll's the best coach in that division. Hands down. You got both instantly coach quarterback. So I would do it. I'm with sis. Kenny. How about you?
1: I think I'm 75, 25 doing it. I think I got to do it. I mean, I don't, I the only thing that would hold me back is I would love to build our offensive line and just see what Barkley can do with a great offensive line. And we get an edge rusher next year. You know, maybe the Oregon guy, Thibodeau. Yeah. You know, and build through the draft, you know, that but if Russell Wilson is offered to me, I may have to do it. You know, I may have to do it. He would be, my opinion, the best quarterback in the division. I, I think he's better than Dak Prescott. You know, and, and Russell Wilson has won a Super Bowl, so he would bring Super Bowl experience to the Giants. So I think I gotta do it,
0: Kurt. Okay. All right. That's the Giants. Well,
1: another great, great week of Giants talk. Uh, You know, unfortunately, it's going to be this kind of Giants talk each week. (laughs) Great, great questions. Uh, Let's hope we can come up with some kind of uh, game plan against the Panthers who are struggling. But uh, now it's time for the other team that's been struggling. And we're going to shift gears. And if anybody has a question to ask Kurt, Kurt's just going to rant for a couple minutes about last week's game. And then we can throw some questions at him or we can agree or disagree with him. If he has questions for us, et cetera, et cetera. Kurt Bronco mania. It's to your floor.
0: My floor is going to be nice and, 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 and simple. It was an absolute debacle on Sunday. You played against the team that came in on Monday night, broke news, John Gruden, all this in the emails, the team is, you know, flustering and all ever. You got out coached by a guy who was a special team head coach, a special team coach, never called offense or defensive plays. I don't even know what his name is for the guy from the Raiders. (laughs) In your building, and you just got embarrassed. So that's number one. So our coaching staff has a major, major problem. The defense, top five defense, um, highest paid secondary, they couldn't get off the field. Whose defense is that? Vic Fangio's defense. There's your. There's a major, major problem. He's challenging plays where everybody could see he's out of bounds while you're challenging it. Waste the first or waste a timeout, you lose the challenge. Then they Raiders score. Obviously, it's a touchdown. Everyone sees it. He challenges that. He's way over his head. He's got to go. And I'm telling you this. If that defense does not beat Case Keenum, and I don't even know who's the running backs tomorrow because no Kareem Hunt, banged up Odell Beckham, no Nick Chubb. If you lose to the Cleveland Browns on national television tomorrow night, Vic Fangio should be gone by 10 o'clock, 12 o'clock Rocky Mountain Sports Report time. Number two, and more importantly, and I know Sis is with me on this, Teddy Bridgewater. And I, you know, Beelan's texting me on Sunday. See, Beelan looks at this board and says, oh, Teddy Bridgewater, too, for 334 yards and three touchdowns. Teddy Bridgewater's performance Sunday was one of the top six that, and I've watched Bronco, every Bronco game, every, with DirecTV since 1994. One of the worst top six performances I've ever seen three interceptions he easily underthrew three touchdowns Cortland Sutton's got the guy beat by seven yards and he's underthrowing it he's fumbling we're gonna have we're gonna have Teddy Bridgewater because he takes care of the ball he had four turnovers himself I've seen enough I'm, 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 <laughs> sis is laughing I've seen enough there's a reason why yeah but look at New Orleans he was 6-0 and why'd they get rid of him Oh, but he went to Carolina. They Carolina's paying him to play for Denver. He stinks, stinks. Kurt, I want him
3: gone, gone. We feel your, we feel your pain. Gone. It's,
0: it's this guy constantly. Cortland Suttons. Watch. You'll watch it tomorrow night. He beats the guy. His hands up. Ball's thrown ten yards. He can't throw forty yards. Well, let's keep him. Hey, he completed thirty three. And best. First off, I want to see where Beelan learned his math. Because he was telling me he was 18 yards complete, completion. 35 completions for 334 yards. And so what's not even 10 yards? So I don't know how Bealens adding his Garfield math. But disgrace. Absolute disgrace all the way around. Fangio, Shermer, and right ahead of that line is Teddy Bridgewater. Get Drew Locke in. See what Drew Locke could do. Because this offense is horrendous. Led by Get, it a horrendous out, Get it out, Get it
1: out. Get
2: it out. Yeah, horrendous.
0: System.
1: All right. And, well, I got a question for you. First, about the game plan. Why are you guys not using your running backs?
0: We don't run the ball.
1: We're, if you got a game manager okay. quarterback, game manager quarterback
0: Teddy Bridgewater, why are you not in, running the well, ball? Well, well, let me just ask you this, sis. If you're a head coach, okay? Any level. Say you're the head coach in high school. I'm the offensive coordinator. Who has the final say in the play?
2: The head coach.
0: The head coach. So where is he saying, hey, Pat, run it. Run it. Where Where is that? He's just letting Pat Shermer uh, that, do whatever he that,
2: wants. That's exactly. That's probably what's happening. It's Pat's doing whatever go. he wants to do and he's not being questioned. That's so, exactly what's happening.
3: So, so Kurt, let me ask you a follow-up question from Kenny: If Fangio should be gone if they lose tomorrow, who would you promote to head coach?
0: Munchak, Mike Munchak.
3: Munchak. Okay. I would do
0: Mike Munchak because he's going to run the ball at least. But it's just, and you know what? He had, and listen, I, I. You know, you guys know I didn't. I wanted Drew Locke over Bridgewater because I know what I still don't know what Drew Locke is, but I know what Teddy Bridgewater is. Teddy Bridgewater is a backup quarterback. You put him in two, three games, he'll do good. But if you put him through a whole season, he's not going to win. He's not. He's just, he's not going to win. He can't throw the ball deep. Everything he's throwing third and nine, he's throwing four yard passes. We know what he is.
1: Our good
2: friend, Dave. Munchak, excuse me, Kenny. Munchak hey, has... Wait, 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 this is the
0: second best comment. Luby's saying, be careful. This is heart attack situation.
2: Munchak <laughs> has NFL experience. He, he was a head coach at the Titans because Chep Pallavecchio yep. was, his, was his special team coach. So you know what? Even though, my opinion, I still don't think they're going to fire Fandro. At the end of the year, he's, yeah, he's going. But in midstream, I don't see it happening. So. Uh, now,
1: Kurt, what I was what I was gonna gonna
3: uh I forgot what I was gonna ask. Let me ask you, Kurt, what if they did get rid of Fanjo and they promoted Sherman? Oh my god,
0: that, that's oh my god. That would be that would be that would be the worst situation. That's even check worse than pre- Fangio. Check his
1: blood pressure.
0: But but you know what, Kenny, think about this, because you guys are asking like like Sis just brought up a point of, okay, they're not going to grin, but he's definitely gone. He wanted, okay, and this is Vic Fangio. Vic Fangio wanted a defense. Give me all the guys on defense. First-round pick, Patrick Sertan. Give me a defensive guy. Spend all your free agent money. Build up the secondary. Who do you want at quarterback? I want a quarterback that's not going to make mistakes so I can win with my defense. He's not doing it. That That's all on Fangio. And you Fangio. just nailed
1: it, Kurt. You just nailed it because our good friend Dave over at Rocky Mountain said Fangio and Shermer not worried about the future of the Broncos. And I think I'm starting to see this with the Giants too. And Joe judge with Daniel Jones, the way they played him last week. They're worried about their jobs and not the future of the Broncos. Mm -hmm. That's why Bridgewater's in, but this is backfiring on Fangio because his defense is playing so bad. You're not winning those 24, 21 type games because they're giving up 30 points a game and you're not going to get 30 points a game from Teddy Bridgewater. You're not, it's not going to happen. You're going to be in the twenties with Teddy Bridgewater. And that's why it's backfiring right now because your defense is playing bad. Derek Carr had 18 completions and had 340 something yards last week.
3: And and you know, That's 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 a good point, Kenny, especially in that division. Where every team can score almost at will when you think about it, I mean obviously the chiefs, the chargers the raiders can put points up, so if you can't defend those those teams, it be tough for you guys yeah, to do anything, yeah? it's impossible it's you you put it's just i'm sorry,
0: I just you, you know when you're just like, I've seen enough. I've seen enough of the Teddy Bridgewater. It's just, it's ridiculous. It really, it's like, oh. he'll do okay if you're up by 10 points. But when you're missing guys wide open, like why? He can't get the ball 40 yards. I mean, he's just, I'm sorry. He's a backup quarterback. I don't want a backup quarterback. I've had, I've had t- Trevor Simeon. Case Keenum, Joe Flacco, Paxton Lynch. I don't want these backup quarterbacks. I want to see Drew Locke. If he can't do it for 10 games, then get, get rid of him too, and then get me my Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers. Get you Know what you have. Teddy Bridgewater is not the future. He shouldn't be. If they lose tomorrow night, he should hold the clipboard in two weeks. That's it. Well, here's,
1: here's the problem, Kurt. And I've, you know me. I've been the Bridgewater back. I, you know, I've been team, team Bridgewater, but I'm looking at your schedule. And I just said, you know, Bridgewater, this is backfiring in Fangio's face with going with Teddy Bridgewater because he ain't going to get you 28, 30 points consistently. You got Cleveland on Thursday. you got to – your defense has to show up. you got to beat Cleveland. But here's the problem. You got Washington, whose defense isn't playing well, but they're scoring points. You got Dallas, and you know they're going to score points. And you got Philadelphia, who can score points. And then you go into your bye. So, like, when when do you make that move, knowing you got those offensive teams coming the next three weeks? I
0: make the move. If I lose tomorrow night, you make the move. You have 10 days off. You get ready for Washington. Give me Munchak and give me Drew Locke. That's, I mean, or I, I don't care if the quarterback thing, the, the coach, Drew Locke has the quarterback. If they if Teddy Bridgewater can't beat the Browns tomorrow, I, I'm sorry, unless they lose 48-46 or something yeah, like that. Right, if it's if it's a low-scoring game and you lose. But then if, sco- if Denver it. scores 17 points tomorrow, I want him out. I want him out now. Seriously, it's a, it, It's disgusting. It's disgusting. But that's my Bronco segment, okay? I don't want to waste any
3: more time.
1: Yeah, let's get into Sis's <laughs> because I know he's got something good and then uh you know, we'll we'll get into the second house. Paul, you can hang around for Sis's mind?
3: Absolutely.
1: All right, awesome.
3: If it's anything like Kurt, uh Yeah.
1: Well,
2: well he's the, probably
3: gonna fire us up, Paul. I got
2: a feeling. The, the two topics are Joe Judge and, and uh Aaron Boone tonight, for my what's on my mind. So being that we're on football, we'll stick with Joe Judge. In two seasons now, his record is 7, 15, and 0. He's never been an offensive coordinator or defensive coordinator. He's been a specialty team coach. I'm going to go to Kurt first. Right out of the gate, Kurt, if you were a general manager, would you hire a guy that's never been an offensive coordinator or a defensive coordinator and only a special team coach? It's a yes or no answer. No. Thank you.
3: Kenny? I agree with Kurt. No. Paul? If it's a yes or no, I'll just say no.
2: Okay, that's it. It's a yes or no answer.
3: Okay.
2: He was with the Pats from 2012 to 2020. That's eight years, okay? He was a Belichick, the best coach in football, yada, yada, yada. Okay? Before that, from 2009 to 2011, he was a Bama assistant. Okay? This guy's making five million dollars a year. Kurt, what do you think about that?
0: What that he's making five million?
2: Yeah, what do you think about that? Again,
0: think- I just I I just you know, I don't know. I, I uh and here's the other thing. I know I'll be quick on this, but right. the only way I would ever like he does not have You know, you have to give him, like, ridiculous coordinators to do something like that. You know, like, I mean, it just shows with Vic Fangio. He can't handle it. I don't think Joe Judge can handle it either. And you got Garrett and – what's the guy's name, the defensive coordinator? Graham. Yeah, Graham. Graham. You know, they're not helping him either. Like, so, I don't know. I just – I don't – I don't know. I, you know, I think it was a little honeymoon last year. I don't know if the honeymoon's going to go beyond. If they win three games, I don't know if he's going to survive this.
2: Okay. Paul?
3: Yeah, I mean, irregardless of how much he's making, it, it, it's it, it's come to where if he can't translate this team into wins, and that's the bottom line. And I, I think if that doesn't happen the rest of the year, it, it's going to result probably in a, in a change in, in coaching. And as, as much as I don't want that to happen, I think the giant organization, especially if they get rid of Gettleman, gonna uh is gonna to have to make a, a decision do we keep judge and bring in a new GM as opposed to getting rid of him and then letting a GM bring in his own well most
2: most GMs do want their own uh their own coach, coach. they don't want their yeah.
3: head
2: coach penny yeah. what do you think
1: yeah I, I agree with what Curtin Paul have said I think the Giants did did if Gettleman did something I think he hired judge trying to catch lightning in a bottle meaning it worked with John Harbaugh as a special teams coordinator, special teams coach, and went great right point. to the NFL. Yeah, it's a great but, point. But also he did was he brought guys with experience, too. He brought Jason Garrett. He brought Brian Kinchins over. He brought Patrick Graham. That may have worked last year a little bit with with the guys to help Joe Judge, but now it's, it's showing, you know, it, it's, it's, it's old news now. I, I, I just don't know what's going on there this year, but it's definitely not the same team and definitely not the same coaching staff I've seen last year.
2: Kurt, this guy was a grad assistant in 2007, which is only 14 years ago. Name me one guy in the NFL now that's been in the NFL for 14 years, that's not a head coach, but he's coaching, if you know
0: any. I'm going to be honest. I, I don't, you know, like, you're usually, like, I know, like, McVay, those guys, like, it happened quickly, you know, like, right. they liked him, and boom, he got a position, and, you know, I just, I, 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 I don't know the Giants thinking, you know, like, and again, I, the only way I would ever be like, okay, I'll give a guy like that without that much experience and stuff like that, is I'm giving him a unbelievable offensive coordinator, an unbelievable defensive coordinator, and I don't, I don't know. But, I I just I don't looking at now, you know, like you're saying, I just I don't think it's gonna end well for him. I don't.
1: Kenny, he... yeah, Paul could probably answer this as you know, HR, like some people interview well, and some people don't. And, you know, some people interview well, and then job poor job performance and vice versa. Some people who don't interview well, who may be sitting, you know, not getting an NFL job or any kind of job for for years, and then they finally get that chance and then look what they become. So he might've been a great interview and quote everybody by, by surprise and now we're seeing in my opinion the real real joe judge who in my opinion by the way he's been acting jobs on the line Mm -hmm. paul
3: yeah Uh, kenny made a good point in the analogy let me ask you guys a, a quick question their their main guy that they wanted was matt rule and rule took the money as probably anybody else would have do you think when he opted to go to Carolina, the Giants felt, all right, now what do we do? What's our plan B? And when this guy came in and sounded like, you know, Abraham Lincoln or Tate, what he can do, the Giants got caught up in that yeah. and that their, their, their first choice was, was no longer available. And then all of a sudden they hear this guy who's preaching, you know, Saban and Belichick and oh my God. Let's bring this guy in before he gets picked by somebody else. I, I don't know. I'm just throwing that out there. The
2: great, no, that I, I tell you what, that's a great analogy. I yeah. like
3: that. And,
2: and the thing is, uh, what's his name? Rule didn't even want to interview for the Giant job.
3: What does that tell you? He had 60 million reasons not to.
2: No, I'm saying between us on the show, do you know what that's telling me? He knew there was no talent there. Yeah. He knew there was no offensive line there. So, okay, now we're gonna switch over to Mr. Aaron Boone from the Yankees. His record four years is 328 and 218, which is almost 60%, which in itself is really not bad. Now, last year they were 92 and 70, which is about a 568, somewhere around that percentage. Are the Yankees Paul? we will start with you first. Are the Yankees, like, are they happy going to four postseasons, which they did with this guy, but that's it? They don't get any farther than the postseason. What do you think?
3: Well, as a Mets fan, I would love the record that Aaron Boone has. With- okay.
2: Okay. <laughs> okay.
3: Let me just say that. Um, but as a baseball fan, you know you're a Yankee fan. The, the Yankees' goal is not just to make the playoffs. The Yankees' goal every year is to win the World Series. And, you know, I, I think Cashman, like you guys were saying earlier, he wants someone that he can manipulate. And I think Boone is the perfect person. If they brought in someone who might have a little more authority, a Buck Showalter or someone like that, Cashman's – uh his cachet will not be like he, like he, it has been for the last you know, 15, 20 years. So I, I think a guy like Boone, they're willing to ride him for the next two or three years, whatever he's going to sign on um, to extend his contract and work with him in the way that they are going to try and get to the playoffs and not just get to the playoffs and, and win the series. And I think they're willing to do that with him. Kenny? I think- are they ha-
2: are they happy just to get to the four you know postseasons like they have and then lose, and you know and, and 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 the other thing is, and I should ask this to Paul too, but I didn't. Do you think they signed him because like a Buck Showalter or somebody else did not want to come in there and be a puppet, and they know they got this. Everybody in baseball knows they know they have this kind of strength. So was that another, is that why, I should rephrase this, is that why they waited this long? Because they only signed them last week. Why were they waiting so long?
3: What do you think? You're asking me?
2: I'm asking Kenny. Kenny. Oh, what
3: thought you are asking Paul, I'm sorry.
1: Then I'll go, then Paul can answer it, but go ahead. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I truly think he is definitely You know, he's definitely a puppet. And if we remember correctly, the reason why I feel he's a puppet, Joe Girardi had a bad year. What What did Cashman do? He gets rid of him. Now he's over in Philadelphia. This team is not built. And to answer your question, sis, I don't think they're happy just making the playoffs. But they're not. It's not the end of the world if they don't.
2: Okay, but what about my question? The other question was, did did they not want to go out and get a Buck Shortwater or somebody like that because Cashman knows he can control? Uh, boom. That was my question too.
1: Yes, I do believe okay. Buck Showalter wanted to run the team. If he came here, it would be Buck Showalter's team. His way. Right. Cashman wants it to be his team. I do believe right. that. Let's just name some guys: Aaron Hick. Uh, to name one, you know Gary Sanchez should be gone. Name right. I can name him. I can go up and down the list. Right, right, right. Paul, what do you think? Real
2: yeah,
3: quick? Um, I, I, I think. I, I think um, he wants to be able to manip- manipulate any manager, be able to address the way he wants the team designed. But let me just say this: I don't think a Yankee team, the way they play during the season, are designed to win in October. The way you might have to. I just don't think they have the makeup. Kenny just mentioned about Sanchez and a couple other players being gone. They they can't change who they are come come October and November. So if they're playing the way they are, the expectation for them to change at at you know come playoff time, they're not going to be able to. They are who they are, regardless of who's managing. And I think that's what caused them to 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 not go further than that, that one playoff game. Yeah. Kurt? Yeah, I, I totally agree with
0: them. You know, um, Listen, the guy made a great point on the radio yesterday. He said, you know, what, what really has Aaron Boone done wrong? Aaron Boone is doing everything exactly that Cashman and those guys want him to do. You know, he's a yes man. When they say, here's the lineup – OK, here's so he's not doing anything wrong. And yeah, like there, there's no way would they be better off with like a show Walter or somebody like that? Yep. But that's not what those guys want. Cashman doesn't want that. They want right, to they want to send it in. Here's the lineup. Right. And Boone's yeah. going to say, OK, sir, this right. is what I'm going to do. Okay. And that's
2: that, you nailed it, yep.
0: you know, but the, the fact of. You know, when you say four years and you get in the playoffs, I mean, think about this. Like you're you're the Steinbrenner. You're spending almost two hundred million a year. You got, uh, Tampa Bay spending forty million a year.
2: Right.
0: How how are they doing it?
2: Great and point. why am I
0: spending one hundred sixty more and I'm not getting right. there? Like yep. something's wrong. Either it's your fault how- or the players, or if it's either you or to play. Someone's got to go, but there's no. I would be shocked if, like Kenny said, Sanchez is back and Hicks is. They just there's no way they can do it because I'm telling you, the people who are going to turn are the Yankee fans because they're sick of it. Well, you they're sick you,
1: now, Kurt, you said you said forty million a year. Can you Nick? Can any any three of us and Paul is in Florida. No. Can we name the GM? A, can we name the GM of the race? I can't. I can't. That's why. He's not taken over for the team he Cash is not a puppet to the Tampa Bay yep manager. Cash runs the team the way he wants to. if he wants to have an opener he has an opener. I couldn't name probably five guys on the race yep
3: yeah
1: And they won but, but here, they won, they won 100 it. games this year and yeah they lost to the Red Sox but they're in the playoffs every year. Last year they were in the World Series. A team is run the right way, the way a manager is supposed to run a team. Correct. Now the Yankees haven't been to the World
2: Series since 2009, which is it's a long time. Now, here's a catch that most people don't understand tonight. Cashman's contract is up in twenty twenty two. So what does that mean? Boone's just just signed for three years, correct?
0: So he's gonna sign.
2: Thank you. I mean, that was going to be He's the sign. So that combination there is going to be there for at least another three, four years, and guess yep. what? Same results. The Yankees just about made, exactly. Yankees just about made the playoffs this year, and you're going to have the same results for the next three to four years. Okay? And here's a quote that I think you'll all love. I can't. Even, I read this in the post today, eating breakfast. I almost fell out of the chair. Cashman said, Ready? Cashman said if Boone was out on the market this year, everybody in the Major League Baseball would want him as a manager. It's in today's New York Post. How's wow. that?
1: How's that? I, I heard one team that would want him is the Padres, but the, right. I think that's one manager that is worse than Boone.
3: I, I was going to say I thought I heard the Padres, but uh, I don't know if every team actually. I read something online that that would the Mets consider they were getting rid of uh, Boone, but who the, who knows?
2: All right, here's my last one for this evening. Okay, Kurt, Aaron Boone was on ESPN as an announcer for twelve years. How do you take him out of? It? How do you take him out of the booth and make him a head coach? Where's his credentials? Because Kirk, can, can can you go to can you go out tomorrow and become a, a doctor if you wanted to? No. yeah, you, you know you you would have to go to school and you know <laughs> because do, you know what?
0: Was... Since they didn't look for the best manager, they looked for someone who's going to be a yes man and do what they yeah. want him to do, and that's who they figured is going to do it.
2: So you think they figured that out by? Him being oh, right!
0: In Listen to me. I don't think they figured it out. I think it was a uh, that that was a requirement of the job. Is we're going to do this. You're going to sign off on what we say.
2: Oh, okay. That's
0: what I think how uh, that thing went. So
2: he he was told in the beginning, you're going to be a puppet if you want to manage the Yankees. Yes.
3: Got it, Paul. What do you think?
0: Maybe not yeah. those words, but I'm no, saying. No, you know what I right.
3: mean. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. I mean, the biggest moment in his career was hitting the home run to send the Yankees into the world. So the fact of the matter is now he comes back as the manager of the same team. It it couldn't get any better for this guy. You know, who, who knew Aaron Boone? I mean, obviously he's had family and, and, you know, his father and grandfather. Right. Right. The fact of the matter is that here it's an, it's a fantastic situation for someone like him. Yeah. So why wouldn't he have Wanted to do that and accept that job. You couldn't. You couldn't have uh, asked him any quicker.
1: Kenny, Greek, you know, why? You know, just like said, greatest moment in his career was that home run. Like, why wouldn't you? You know, do whatever Cashman tells you. You know, he's (laughs) your manager, the Yankees. You know what? (laughs) I would take that. You know, anyway, you telling me what to do? Okay, sir. That's how I would so do it. You, so you you yourself would go to the Yankees and be a puppet. Is that what you're saying?
2: Absolutely. Because I know the answer if you don't. Okay. I
1: would I would be I would be I don't want to say puppet, that's the wrong but no, 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 I would you, do you would be what my boss tells me to do. You'd be I would do puppet. what my boss tells me to do. You'd
2: be a puppet. I'm done, fellas. Good night. Very good. <laughs> That was good, sis. That was good. See, I wouldn't be a puppet, so I couldn't. I could never manage. Nobody can tell me like, nah, it ain't happening. I wasn't raised that way. My father was a hard-nosed guy. But anyway,
1: I'm done.
0: There you go, sis.
1: Just fired up with his sister's mind tonight. I
2: don't. I don't mess around, brother. It's the same thing. I would never go on a coaching staff. Real quick that if the guy said to me, you're the linebacker coach, and then he comes over and starts coaching the linebackers, you know what I'm doing? Going inside, getting changed, see tomorrow. And I did that in my career. I'm not going to say where I did that. Why? Because I'm better than somebody else? No. Now, my first year at Clifton, 92, this coach wanted to coach every position, both sides of the ball, specialty teams, What do you need assistant coaches for? That's one thing about Drew Gibbs. He let us coach, and he took our input. Right or wrong, Kirk?
0: Yeah, absolutely right.
2: Coach Breslin, defensive coordinator, he listened to me. Why did he listen to me? Because he trusted what I was seeing upstairs. He would ask me, am I blitzing too much? No, you're not. That's the kind of staff – that was the best staff of my life, my whole career, but that's the end of this – so opera with me tonight. I'm done. <laughs>
1: Thanks, sis. I do want to thank Paul for joining us tonight, fellas. Yes, you know, absolutely. Thank you. you. For a little over hey. an hour, we kept you. Hope, uh, hope uh, you don't have any plans there the
3: rest of the night. No, it was a pleasure. All mine. Thank you guys for inviting me in. It was great. Yeah, you better get pleasure. out in the sun. You're you know, looking got-
0: 10.
1: <laughs> hopefully, hopefully we got some Knicks to talk about I just see they're up 70. by the way 17. the Knicks are on like a
0: 10-1 run the gardens going nuts mm. it
1: is on ESPN if anybody's interested and uh you know hopefully we can uh get some excitement with them because we know it's not going to be with the the Giants that's for sure. <laughs> yeah that's a that's an understatement yeah well have a great week and we will talk during the week and see you on next wednesday show paul Thank check so paul much, maybe
0: guys. you and luby should check on me tomorrow night on friday make sure i'm okay
3: <laughs> um jenny hoops better not have to worry
0: oh uh, jenny hoops jenny hoops is listen she, she was on the bat she's saying good night luby make sure you check in on me on friday please jenny hoops she says yeah, I think it's time. I think it might be time for Drew Locke. Yep, it's time for Drew Lock. It
2: definitely is. Yeah, I agree.
3: <laughs> you, oh. you guys have never watched me watch a Giants game in my heyday. Believe me. Bad.
0: <laughs> you know, I got
3: sis calling
1: me too. I can tell you, man, this is ridiculous. This, yeah, this, this is Bane's
2: they're popping out, hard, out of the neck. They're, they're hard to. If you're a Giant fan, they're hard to watch,
3: man. They yeah. really are.
2: They're hard. Yeah.
3: Hard I, to watch But you know what? when they when they were very good and winning that was almost worse than now because now anger goes to apathy because you're almost resigning to the fact that they they may lose every game when right. they, and you don't win that game and something happens to me as a fan I'm getting more more upset about something like that than when they're losing 38 to 3 to to the Rams team. Yeah,
2: I don't I don't get angry. I get more I guess the word is frustration because you know, we've been around for the you know, the cream of the crop giant years. You know what I'm yeah. saying? We've yeah. seen like every Sunday Lawrence Taylor, no problem. We're going to win this game. And stuff yeah. like that. But anyway.
1: Yeah, and my dad is probably turning over in his his grave. He was at the the game, Colts Giants. He was there.
3: <laughs> no kidding. Really? He was wow. there. He was in the end.
1: He was wow. in the opposite end zone of where to drive that where the kick was.
0: What do they say? What do they call that? The greatest game ever played, yeah. or something? They can yeah. That was like, yeah. that was
1: nineteen.
2: That was nineteen fifty eight. My junior college head coach was on that team.
1: He was a running back, Jack Hall. H a l l. Wow.
2: You can Google. It. He, yeah, he, he, he was there, and
1: to give you guys another name. Guy I met when I a former giant player I met when I was young because of my dad and my my uncle worked with him Dick Lynch I got oh to wow. he was a, he was a nice guy he was a great guy yeah yep. so yeah I got tons of stories I to share with you guys off the air yeah I'd yep. love to hear them. check Not in really- with me
0: Paul check in with me check in yeah. old- <laughs> <laughs>
3: Have a great Good night. Way.
0: Cool, and we'll be back. see
3: you later. Paul. Good night, guys. You thank thank you, you, Paul. Thank you for everything. Thank you. Enjoy the rest of the show. Thank you, Paul. Yep. Bye, bye. Good night.
0: Good night. So I'll tell you this: that's uh, awesome job Paul by Paul with his Giants. On. You know,
1: he's had a busy couple weeks. So I want to thank him for coming on and joining us tonight, guys. Uh, always. Great talking sports with him. Uh, I don't know if Mr. Bieland's out there. He was supposed to join us for the baseball Braves. I don't see him in the waiting room. Maybe oh, he fell asleep somewhere. I just, I I just texted Mr. Him. I texted him. I didn't hear from him. Uh, why, don't, why don't we shift gears? We'll give him a chance to see if he's going to come in. So I want to give him a chance to talk about his Braves if he joins us. Okay. Why don't we do a quick college football for like 10 minutes? Why don't we do our, uh, you know, big news of the week, guys. Ed O, LSU coach, resign, resigning. So, you know, LSU is going to be looking for a head coach now, fellas. USC's going to be looking for a head coach now. The Washington State head coach resigned because of not being vaccinated. And it's a mandate over there at Washington State, and he refused to get vaccinated. So he's gone. So there's going to be some some coaching vacancies open, big coaching vacancies open. But I want to do our top four and next two in. And then if Mr. Bealen's not in, then we'll get into the Major League Baseball playoffs. That's tomorrow night, yeah. isn't it? What was that?
2: Isn't that tomorrow night, your top four and your last two in?
0: No, tonight.
1: Okay. We usually do so – I'll do mine real quick. This way yeah. I'll give you time, to, a, a second to think, sis, if you need to think. Georgia, obviously, number one. Right now, I'm moving Cincinnati up to number two right now. I'm going is Alabama, number three. And for the first time this year, I'm putting Oklahoma four. My next two in or first two out, whatever you want to call it, Michigan, number five, Ohio State, number six, and I'm staying in the Big Ten and I'm going to put a bonus one in there. Close. Number seven is Carson. Our buddy Carson who's going to be with us tomorrow. Carson's Michigan State getting closer. I'm going to put them at number seven, fellas. Kurt.
0: All right. I got switching up. And um, I'm just going to say this. And I heard and I and feeling might go absolutely bonkers on what I heard last night. They're saying, remember, the AP poll is the most deserving of rankings, right? But, and this is where if he's listening or if he wanted to come on, I would love his reaction because they're saying the college football playoff does not do the most deserving. Their job is to put the top four, the best four teams in. And they were just saying a little rumor right now was... Cincinnati would be five, because they're not the top four teams in the country.
1: Mindful. Mind I, I understand what you're. I understand what you're saying. I understand. What, I. I don't think they're number two in the country. I think still think Alabama's number two. Right, in the but country. they're
0: just saying. I'm just saying what but they I'm said. Gonna, this guy just said that. However, they were calculating or some word leaked out that if they if it came out tonight they would be five behind, um, Oklahoma. Alabama, Georgia, Oklahoma, and I believe Ohio State.
1: All right, well, give us yours four next two, and then we'll go to six, and then we'll talk about this for a couple more minutes. All right,
0: my four is Georgia one, Alabama two. I, I just, you know what? I don't care about the, they're the two best teams in the country. Georgia one, Alabama two, Oklahoma three. I got Cincinnati four, but again, that's for tonight. And I just go right down the line. Michigan, Penn State, Oregon, Ohio State. Once those teams win... They jump, and Cincinnati goes down, and um, those are my four.
1: Six.
2: I got the same three as Kurt. Actually, I have the same four. Do you have Oklahoma third?
0: I have Oklahoma third.
2: Yeah, I got Bama, I got Georgia, Bama, Oklahoma. I'm putting Cincinnati in now only because they're undefeated. Me too. And I know people are not going to want to hear this, but number five right now. To me, it's Ohio State, even with the one loss.
1: That's fair.
0: That's fair. Michigan. Now let's just
1: talk about this for a couple minutes. We still got a half hour with the show, so let's let's talk about this a little bit. Well, you don't want the two out? Oh yeah, the two out. I'm sorry. Okay, Iowa
2: and Michigan. Ohio State's going to beat Michigan this year.
1: I like it. Yeah, Iowa did blow it last week, big time. Yeah, they're in trouble. So getting back to what you said, Kurt, Georgia and Alabama, I totally agree with both you guys, number one, number two in the country.
2: They're the best two teams in the country, hands down.
1: In my opinion, this is just my opinion, and I'm not saying this because I've been a backer of Cincinnati. In my opinion, I think Cincinnati can play and possibly beat anybody else in the country. And that includes Oklahoma, who's in the top four. That includes Michigan, who's on the outside looking in, Michigan State, Penn State, Ohio State. I think they could play with anybody else in the country. Oregon, they're blowing everybody out in their conference. It's not even close. If they get a close game and they get a scare, then, you know what, Kurt? I'm right there with you, and sis, I'm putting them back. I'm putting them at five if they – just throwing an example out there. They play SMU in a couple weeks, and they win 35-28. They're not in my top four anymore. But if they go out and beat an SMU 42-14 or 42-7,
0: I'm putting them in. But why? Because here's my point. They're not going to play SMU. They're going to play – But my point
1: is – do you want to know my point – because we got Oklahoma in there, and Oklahoma barely beat everybody beginning of the year. Now they blew one person. I, I got them in there too. Okay, so here they, they won one game easy, and I got them in the top. All right. Four. Well, here's
0: my question for you. This is how I'm going to look at it because again, I and I truly believe the college football playoffs job committee is to put the four best teams in the playoff, not deserving. The four best. So, who would be favorite? Kenny, Cincinnati, Ohio State, who don't know spread, who would be favorite?
1: Probably no, neutral most likely field. Ohio State.
0: Okay. So you're saying Ohio State. Sis, you agree with Kenny on that?
2: Ohio State, hands down, yeah.
0: Okay. Jimmy Iserman oh. saying, what's up, gentlemen? Happy to hey, see you Jimmy guys. Hey, Jimmy Bowie, what's up? Okay. So right there, that says Ohio State is better. Yes. Penn State or Cincinnati? Who would be favorite? That's gonna be close to a pick'em. Sis. Penn State's favorite. I'm with you. Penn State's favorite. So Penn State goes before them. Let me ask you a question. Wait, wait, wait. last one. Oklahoma Oklahoma Cincinnati.
1: Cincinnati. And I'll tell you why. And I'll tell you why. Cincinnati was a one point favorite in Notre Dame. In Notre Dame. Nobody else can beat Notre Dame in Notre Dame. Cincinnati was favorite in Notre Dame. And I wish Beelan was here to back me up. So. I'm giving you guys Ohio State. I'm giving you guys Ohio State. But on a neutral field, Cincinnati would be right there with Oklahoma, right there with Penn
0: State, and favored against Michigan. So you do realize, though, what you're saying. Wait is- a
2: minute. Did, did you just say. Cincinnati would be favorite over Michigan and
1: Ohio State? No, not Ohio State.
2: How
0: about Michigan?
1: Michigan, yes. Because Michigan, I feel, is still overachieving. Okay.
0: Well, you got a major problem on your hands because if you're saying right now (laughs) Ohio State would be favorite and Ohio State wins the Big Ten, Ohio State's going to be the third team in that college football playoff. Now, I'm sorry. But if it comes down to an undefeated Cincinnati team and, you're in best, and, and, and you beat SMU in, in the conference title game, I don't know who you beat, and Oklahoma's 13-0, and 0, the horses are going to be in the college football playoff. I'm sorry. They are.
1: But Oklahoma's got to get there. You know what? I, I, I'm going I'm I'm to agree with you. I'm going to agree with you. But the numbers are in Cincinnati's favor. But are they? For, yes, because Oklahoma still got to play Ohio, Iowa State two times. Again. Penn State, Michigan, Ohio State, Iowa. Iowa's going to be in the championship for the, on the, the West Coast in the Big Ten championship. So Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State, Penn State, we're all going to beat beat up on each other in the East.
0: Yeah, but see, I don't believe in the whole okay because Cincinnati's going to be, listen.
1: Well, this... here's my thing, Kurt. Go ahead. I want to give you my my. Let me let me let me uh, throw my take out real quick. Okay. Ohio State's got one loss. They run the table in the Big Ten. They are in, but if they lose another game, they are out. Two loss Ohio State team is not going to the playoff, in my opinion. Okay. A one-loss Iowa team is not going to the playoff, in my opinion, if they're
0: the Big Ten champs. Okay. Mm-hmm. I want I want to wait for sis on this one. I had to use the, the bathroom. Right. Sorry. Right.
1: I'm just giving you my Big Ten scenario here. I'm back. If, if, uh, yeah, let me wait for sis. My big I ten scenario, sis. Yeah. What's up? Ohio State runs the table. They're in. Hands down. They deserve to be in. They're in the playoff. They lose. They're out. That's, they two, losses the that, That's yeah. two losses. That's they two losses. They are out. They're out. Right. Iowa should go to the Big Ten championship on the other side. They win. They're not in the playoff. They lost to Purdue. Bad at home. A yeah, one loss it, Iowa is not going over Cincinnati.
0: The Big Ten champion. The Big oh, Ten yeah. champions go. The Big, the big Ten, ten
2: champions go. They're going to go. Any, Sure they loss to Purdue.
0: Kenny, it's the big, the ten, big championship. ten championship. How could they I not? Can. I can't. But how could they We're not? We're talking about garbage teams
1: that Cincinnati beat. We're talking about a Purdue team that crushed Iowa at home. Again,
0: it, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm not
2: saying, trying to I'm how, not trying how, to upset how, you, you, but I'm saying if they win
0: the Big Ten championship with one loss. Look, Kenny. You- Kenny, Iowa, Michigan, Penn State, Ohio State. You're gonna tell me don't they're playing each other? But listen, did, you just said if they beat SMU, SMU beat Abilene Christian, North Texas, Louisiana Tech. They all right. They beat TCU. South Florida, they beat Navy. Then they're gonna beat Tulane, Houston, Memphis, UCF, who's in shambles, and Tulsa. That's your game? Yeah, you beat, F- they stink, SMU. SMU? Are you crazy? Look at the Big 10. How is- You're gonna tell me the Big 10, I got a, I got a stupid question for you, Kenny. Stupid. Just say for some just say, miraculously in my favor. Auburn wins out. Auburn wins the SEC West. It's Auburn, Georgia in the SEC Championship game. Auburn somehow beats Georgia. Auburn's not going to the tournament with two losses as SEC Champs? You're taking Cincinnati over Auburn?
1: Over a two-loss Auburn team, yes.
0: They're the SEC Champs! How could they not?
1: Over a two loss Auburn team?
0: did the SEC champs. Okay.
1: Okay. Okay. So Iowa's going in as Big Ten champs. How about Pittsburgh, who's
0: got one loss in the ACC? If they're ACC champs, are we putting them in the playoff? No, um, I'm not going to say you're putting them in the playoffs, but I, I will say this. They have a – they actually have – if they have one loss and – they're a good team, though. I'm all no, 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 side. no, no, they, right. But I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say this: they have an outright shot to sit at that table and debate Cincinnati. Yes, yes, yeah. Cincinnati. Like, I'm sorry, I just, I don't want to see these, these Mickey Mouse teams. You know. BYU, BYU, BYU got embarrassed against Boise State at home. BYU number 10. I don't want to see those teams. They don't play what, anybody.
1: My question to you is Cincinnati's ranked number
0: two. They're not going to be number two. Well, they're number two. Right now they're ranked the number AAP. two. What
1: do they have to do to get in the playoff, in your opinion?
0: What they have to do is have Oklahoma not be undefeated. They have to have um like a michigan or penn state like that team like
1: or well i agree with you with oklahoma and i think that's going to happen because like just said they're going to have to play iowa state twice they got to play oklahoma state still it's a tough schedule for oklahoma coming up so i i think that's going to happen in my opinion that's more okay so what else has to happen so i got oh i'm going to go yes i think oklahoma is going to lose in my opinion, Kurt. What else?
0: The Big Ten champion is going. Okay? Okay. The Big Ten champ is going. The thing now they gotta worry about is is Penn State you know, is Penn does Penn State win out and not be the Big Ten like I gotta see how that falls. Remember, because they do have a loss. So, you know, what if Penn State doesn't get to the championship, but they're eleven and one? I'm taking Penn State with that they lost at Iowa without their quarterback over an undefeated Cincinnati team. Like, I don't look that Cincinnati beat this team by 40 points. That means nothing. The teams they play stink. They didn't beat Indiana by 40 points. They didn't beat Notre Dame by 40 points. They beat these other, you know, little misfit teams by 40 points. No, I'm sorry. They're they're not going. They're not the four best teams. You just told me that Ohio State would be favorite over... Cincinnati. Cincinnati. So Ohio yeah. State goes before them. I'm yes. sorry. Oklahoma is a favorite over Cincinnati. They are. Penn State's a favorite are. over them. I don't or, know if
1: they are because Oregon might be a favorite. Is better than Cincinnati's better than West Virginia. Cincinnati's better than Oklahoma State. Cincinnati's better than Texas, this is my opinion. Better than those teams. And I don't know if Oklahoma would be a A favorite. They probably would be a small favorite, but I don't know. I'm not
0: 100% sold. But They'd if a they're favorite. a small favorite, then they're better. They go before them.
1: Not with one loss.
0: Oh, no, no. Not with one loss. If they run the table, Oklahoma's going.
1: They run the table. Oklahoma goes.
0: Right. And if Ohio State runs the because table. Because you're
1: going to have three solid wins. Iowa State, Iowa State, and Oklahoma. State. Sis.
0: All right. So let me ask Sis first. Alabama and Georgia are in, right? We're going to say they're in. Oklahoma runs the table. Kenny, you just said Oklahoma's in. That leaves, okay, Ohio State. If Ohio State runs the table, listen, they're easily a 10-point favorite over Cincinnati, maybe 13-point favorite. So they're going. Where's Cincinnati going? Well,
1: here's your problem. Here's your problem. And it's a realistic problem. Bama's got to play Georgia again and you got the big 10 teams that are all up there right behind Alabama. That that's a problem. Bama's got to beat Georgia to guarantee themselves in the playoff. In my opinion, big 10, you got to hope they beat it beat up each other. If you're Cincinnati, if they beat up each other and you got now Michigan ends up with two losses, Ohio State runs the table. They're in. And you got to hope Bama loses to Georgia. There's there's scenarios that's going to get Cincinnati in by default. Cincinnati's going to be in there by default, in my opinion. Well,
0: see, that's what you're banking on. But I'll just ask this real quick. Since, who's better, Cincinnati or Oklahoma?
2: Oklahoma. But you guys have to understand, I know you do, any team with two losses is not getting in. I don't care who it is. Not even Bama. Alabama loses two games;
0: they're done. But again, there's no way in the world Auburn, Texas A&M, if if there's a two a two lost team that wins the SEC. Okay, just say for some reason, say, uh, some reason. All right, so here's 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 a scenario: Alabama loses to I don't know whoever whoever, whoever. but. Alabama still goes to the SEC championship game with two losses, and they beat an undefeated Georgia. Alabama as the SEC champion with two losses that just well, beat that, the number that, one team. Again, They're not going. They're packing their bags and going.
2: That's that's again that that's a tough scenario. I'm not going to disagree with you.
0: You know. So I would never say, but but I'm looking at like this. That's why they got to
2: go. That's why they got to go to a sixteen format. Six, not, not eight.
0: Six. Oklahoma, Cincinnati. Says who's better? Oklahoma, Penn State, Cincinnati. Who's better? Penn State. Michigan, Cincinnati. Who's better? Michigan. Ohio State, Cincinnati. Who's better?
2: Ohio State.
0: The better team's getting in, right, Kenny? Like you're trying to like trick it to where it's like well, we're going to try. to. play to devil's
1: trip. advocate with Kirk Put him right on the spot right now. Ohio State's not going to be in the playoffs. You want to know why? Why? Because you stated on the
0: air, Michigan's beaten Ohio State this year. Right, but then Michigan's going to go. The Big Ten champ's going. They're going. The SEC champ's going. Any
1: undefeated team's going. Well, no undefe- and you got Michigan, Michigan State. Any team with one loss, 90% should go.
0: Okay.
1: 90% the problem i i'm saying the re, i don't think oklahoma is running the table i really don't i think iowa state's going to is got their number i think they're going to beat them you can't tell me iowa state's going to lose two times to oklahoma when they've had their number that's one scenario okay if michigan let's say, let's let's say michigan beats ohio state and they have a great year then you got Penn State, Ohio State. They still got to play each other. These teams are going to beat, beat up on each other. Unfortunately, Carson's Michigan State's got to play all these teams. Right,
0: still. but see, what you're trying to do is you're trying to say, because the real good teams are playing each other and someone has to lose, just Cincinnati goes. Like, no. A two-loss team, Lynn-
1: like you can't. We can't put a two-loss team, in in my opinion.
0: No, but you could put a one-loss Michigan team, a one-loss Penn State, a one-loss Oregon. I mean, if Ohio State's going, Oregon's going to say, hey, guys, I beat them in their building, so I go before you if they run the table, right? Pac-12 champ, what if it's Oregon with one loss? Right? We'll see. Lynn Marie is saying good evening, gentlemen. Good evening. i fired
1: up now. What's going on with the Knicks, by the way? Knicks, fired sir, up I want to say the this.
0: Knicks are up six. The Garden's erupting. Place is going nuts.
1: You got me all wound up with this college football talk. You know well, what? It, we got an it, impartial guy one tomorrow. We one got an, an impartial guy tomorrow. We're gonna to ask Mister Carson Sheer tomorrow his opinion on it.
2: What happens if Michigan and Oklahoma
1: both stay undefeated? <laughs> what happens then? That's another scenario now. So you're gonna all right.
2: I'll, Wait, I'll what
0: was his scena- scenario?
2: Michigan stays undefeated in Oklahoma. Now, I'll give Kenny this: it's gonna be real hard for Oklahoma to beat uh, Oklahoma State two times. But let's make believe they do. So now you got Michigan beating Ohio State. They're out. They got two losses. Oklahoma's undefeated. Michigan's undefeated. Georgia's undefeated. There's
0: only one spot left. Is so it gonna be Alabama?
1: It's good.
0: It'll be Michigan, Michigan, Oklahoma, Alabama, Georgia.
1: I agree. Those are the
0: four best teams.
1: I agree with that scenario.
0: You know, you you got to.
1: I agree. And I'm just saying, I'm looking at it reality on paper. I don't think Oklahoma is going undefeated. So that's going to help Cincinnati. Big 10 champ is probably going to get there. And that's going to be Georgia, Bama, Big Ten champ, and Cincinnati, in my opinion.
0: But I just don't
1: how, how is
2: Oklahoma getting beat going to help Cincinnati?
1: That's what I don't understand. No, I said I think Oklahoma going to lose to either Oklahoma State or once to Iowa. Yeah, State. but you,
2: but you just said if Oklahoma loses, it's going to help Cincinnati. How's it going to help well, by them losing? Is that what you mean? By them
1: losing, it'll keep Cincinnati in the top four. Being undefeated.
2: See, this
0: okay. is what bothers me. Since everybody knows, everybody knows that Cincinnati is not one of the top four teams in football. And if the football committee, like they're saying, not the AP poll, the AP poll is different. They're gonna go by like, all right, if you're undefeated, you stay. But the football committee, that that college football playoff job, if it's the best Four football teams, Cincinnati is not, like, you're trying to find a scenario, well, if Oklahoma loses, well, Oklahoma's better than them. Penn State's better than them. Ohio State's better than them. Oregon's better than them. You know, Alabama's better. Like, It can't just be like, like I think people for Cincinnati are trying to say, well, they lose, they lose, they lose. They're not the top four team. You cannot tell me a team like, if, if Ohio State, like, I know for a fact, Beelan would be like, I know for a fact being would be like, well they got to go over Ohio State. But if they played, Ohio State would be a 13 point favorite. They, I'm sorry. I then Ohio State has to go. Who's favorite in Vegas? Who's the favorite? They're the better team. Is that right or that's not correct?
1: I'll give you I give you the Big 10. But they ain't no well, I know they beat Ohio State, but I am not giving you Oregon. I watched them lose to Stanford, and I watched them play no defense against Arizona. And I was in Atlantic City, and I took Oregon that game, and they burned me. They couldn't stop Arizona.
0: Right, but you saw, but you just said to me, Ohio State would be a 13-point favorite over Cincinnati. But this team, Oregon, beat that team already. You saw that game. They beat them. They're not going ahead of them?
1: Oh, no. Iowa, and, and Iowa lost to Purdue, but you're putting them over Cincinnati. Iowa? Yeah.
0: If Iowa wins, if Iowa runs the table and they're the Big Ten champs, they're going to go ahead of Cincinnati. Yeah.
1: How Pull could up they? Iowa's schedule the rest of the way. Because I think they could run the table. Because they
0: probably can run the table. But, like, you got to have, hey, best conference in football. I'm the SEC champs. I'm locked in. Next best conference, Big Ten, I'm in. I don't care who wins it. They're going. They're going. They are. All
1: right, Iowa's scheduled, guys. They got Wisconsin at home. I- Iowa's in trouble.
0: Let's go, Julius Randle.
1: <laughs> Iowa's got with Wisconsin, Minnesota. Nebraska, Northwestern, Illinois left. It's going to be tough to run the table.
0: Real quick, Matt Staffier, our great friend from Rocky Mountain Sports Report, saying, Kurt, coming in late, you want Tua? 4th and 99 was full of hot takes And tonight. Hot takes, check it out. I will check it out. I do not want Tua. I don't want no, Tua.
1: I wouldn't want Tua. No. I wouldn't want him.
0: <laughs> you, sis?
2: No, I'm laughing because... What happens if Tua goes to
0: Denver?
1: Ah, uh, I don't want him. <laughs> Kurt will be wanting him out in, in two weeks, sis.
0: Sis, all I'm going to say right now is Madison Square Garden is an absolute madhouse. The Knicks are up 11. OB Toppins dunking. Randall just threw down a dunk. This place is going nuts tonight.
1: What's the, the Braves score? The Braves you know what? we up... got to listen to our buddy Alan Hahn in about a half hour after the game, Kurt.
2: Oh, yeah. What's the Braves score?
0: It was 4 0.
2: The Braves?
0: Yeah. Wow. That's why Mr. 5 Dillon, nothing. 5 nothing. Atlanta.
2: That's why he B- silent. B- he must be watching his Braves. Good for B- him. B.'s watching the Braves.
1: Yep. Hey, so. you can't blame him. That's his team. Okay, we got five minutes left. Let's skip baseball. Let's talk about the Knicks for five Let's minutes. Let's talk
0: about hockey. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Come no, on, Kurt. Let's talk about the Knicks so we're not arguing for five more minutes. Listen,
0: listen. I love this team. This guard, The Garden is nuts. I watched the beginning before I signed in. Me and Jenny Hoops were watching. And this is where the Garden's different than anybody, Kenny. The Knicks got the ball. They score, right? First possession, defense champ. First one right out of the gate. The, it's, the Garden's nuts. It's like a playoff atmosphere tonight. I love this team. They go ten, at least 10 deep. They got nice rookies. Um, they got draft picks, they got money. Leon Rose, I bow to you, Leon Rose, because you got Thibodeau for us. I love this team. They're up by eight now with 335 left. They just gave up a three. But right.
1: I'm I love this team too, Kurt. And then we'll let Cisco. I think this team's ceiling is is high. Fournier, I love the Fournier pick. Offense now. We got offense with him. Kemba Walker, enough said there. That was a bad pass there. We better wake up. Maybe we should stop talking about them. Yeah. Okay, we got the ball back. We got the ball back. Uh, I could see this team winning 50 games. I know the over-under, I couldn't believe, was 41 on the Knicks, I think, for their win total this year. That's 500. That's 500. They're They're not regressing with their depth. With their depth, this team is not regressing. Yep. This team is going to be – my opinion, as high as a three seed, between a three and a five seed, I got the Knicks yep. and and winning a first-round playoff series this year. Sis, how about you? What do you think of the Knicks? My boy's on that team. So, you know, yep. Mr. Powell. We got Mr. Powell. Pa- we signed Mr. Powell. Yep. Uh, any Tokes. other rookies play tonight, Kurt? Who? The rookies.
0: Um, I believe Grimes played a little bit.
2: Kurt's team's one notch ahead of Seton Hall. Yes sir.
0: yes, sir. Yes, so sir. I'm I ready for that. that. Today.
1: Saw that today. We got to invite our friend uh, Big East Panther back. When, oh, Mr.
0: Panther's got to come.
1: Sis will enjoy that one. We'll have some Big East talk Sis, with him.
0: Uh, Kenny, uh, Jericho Sims played the rookie out of Texas, played uh, seven minutes because Todd Gibson, uh, I believe he had, um, him and his wife had a baby today, so. Okay. Um, and we Matt, picked him
1: up. Maybe we picked him up in the fifties of the draft.
0: Matt Staffiero, Knicks will be a five seed. Not sure they make it in the playoffs. Denver, same boat, two to four seed. But can they perform in the playoffs? I if they're healthy, Kenny, we well, were all since on them. Matt's
1: listening. Since Matt's listening, let's do this real quick. We got three minutes left, Kurt. Okay. NBA. Your Eastern champions, Kurt. Milwaukee. I'm with you, Milwaukee, sis. Yeah, Milwaukee Bucks. In the West.
0: I'm going to go Denver.
2: Denver, yeah, Denver. I was going to say Denver. Pat, I'm
1: with Kurt and Sis. Denver, you got Murray back. MVP. Oh, we'll get to that in a minute. Sleeper in the East, Curt. Mine's the Knicks.
0: Yeah, I'm going to go Knicks, too. I think the Knicks are going to be a lot better than last year.
1: Sis. Atlanta. Yeah, I like that's a good one too. I think they can improve off last year as well in the West, Kurt.
0: You know, I would say Golden State, but I think that's like I'm going to throw somebody else out there. I'm going to throw out the Minnesota Timberwolves.
3: I'm
1: on the same track as you. I'm going Memphis Grizzlies. I think John Morant is getting better each year. I think that team can be dangerous in the West as a sleeper. Sis Clippers. Like it? How about a disappointment, Kurt, in the East?
0: Um, disappointment in the East. Give me one second. I'm going to take the Bulls. Bulls overrated a
1: little bit. Yes. Celtics. It's good And I'm going Nets because it's make or break. You know, and by mean bust. They're not winning the, they're not winning the championship this year they're not going to make the finals the bucks are taking them again so that's a disappointment to me because it's do or die this year for the Nets and I'm gonna say they're gonna be doing a die and West Kurt
0: I'm sorry would you want
1: West disappointment in the West
0: um I'm gonna go Dallas
1: my disappointments the Lakers. Too, too many veterans over there. I can see a lot of injuries. Sis. Yeah, I would say the Lakers, too. And then uh, if you got a rookie of the year, an MVP, Kurt, if not, no worries.
0: Yeah, I don't have a rookie of the year. MVP, I'm going to go Greek Freak again. I mean, I just think he's going to be, you know, I think, you know, he's going to play a lot, like, freer now that he won this title, and I just think he's going to be better. Nick's better watch. They're only up five with two minutes to go.
1: And, sis, do you have a rookie of the year MVP? No worries. I have no rookie of the year, but I'll go Greek freak, too. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go Carson's boy, Cade Cunningham, rookie of the year. I think he's going to be a stud in the NBA, and I think he's going to average 20-plus this year. MVP, I'm going Matt's boy in Denver, Jokic.
0: Yep. Matt's saying Jokic uh, back-to-back, baby.
1: Am I NBA champs? Not because we're boys with the Rocky Mountain Sports Report. I'm going Denver Nuggets. You know I've been high on this team for three years now, Kirk.
0: Kenny, I'm with you. If they're healthy and they got Murray, Murray and Jokic, that's a nice one-two combination, man. Inside-outside, I'm I'm taking them.
1: Sis?
2: Yeah, I'll sweep the board. I'll go with Denver.
0: That was my little –
1: I know we did this last minute, you know, a little NBA recap with the NBA preview there, our five-minute NBA preview. And I think it's time for – Closing thoughts, unless you guys got something else. You no, want to talk let's about.
0: go closing thoughts up. Kemba Walker's injured. Is he okay?
1: Probably got hit in the groin.
0: Yep. Um my closing thoughts, I'll go first. I'm gonna be honest. Tomorrow night might be one of the bigger might be one of the biggest games in Denver in a long time. If they don't lose I might be on, you know how Kenny, sis, you know how Kenny goes on seven shows a day? Sis? Mm -hmm. I might be on, I just might be on solo for three hours on Friday because (laughs) something better friggin' happen. If they lose tomorrow night, it better be Fangio, and once Fangio goes, I want that decision, Teddy Bridgewater, hold this clipboard, it's gotta get done. There's no excuse tomorrow night. No excuse for Fangio, no excuse for the defense, and no excuse for Teddy Bridgewater. Get the job friggin' done, or otherwise, Fangio gone, Shermer gone, and Teddy go hold the clipboard for Drew Lock until we go get Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson next year.
1: This is going to get the final words tonight. Hey, Matt, final words. Matt's
0: saying make or break for Broncos. Make or break. Can I hop on with you, Kerr? LOL. Matt, me and you might just be. On Friday, just might be as soon as I come home from work, right up until the high school show. Just right on air. Right on air. Run the I, ball. Hashtag run the ball. I, Damn it.
1: I'm going to give sis the – is going to get the final words tonight. It's like, sis, can it get it, – Last week was bad for Kurt. Can you imagine this week if they do lose to the Browns? Last week he had Auburn and Denver all last weekend. Can you imagine if they lose to Cleveland this week? And the two, Dude, it, that, the that, two that, a that. chance start in Denver – What will Kurt do if they get Tua as their quarterback? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, my final thoughts is thanks, Paul Rosen, coming on for us. Uh, Great, great show tonight, guys. Enjoyed it. Tomorrow, catch us on Wits and Wagers. Our guy, Carson, will be joining us. Uh, We'll have somebody guest picking with us. Hopefully, we'll figure it out. Our good friend, Joey Clams, will be with us, too. And uh, I will see you guys tomorrow night. And, sis... The final word is yours, my friend.
2: Drew Locke will definitely be in this game some point tomorrow night. We had a good show tonight. Looking forward to the weekend, obviously, with the college games. And looking forward to tomorrow night with our boy Carson. Let's go. That's my final thoughts.
0: And let's go Knicks, baby.
2: Let's go Knicks.
0: How much time is left? Minute 25. So, What's the score? Knicks are up five, I believe.
1: All right, all right. I'm gonna let's go watch the end of this game. Go Knicks! Have a great night, everybody. Lynn Marie, saying too.
0: great show always. Matt Stafford, right. lock Lynn. it and throw it in the trash. Hashtag lock See you guys.